Billabar. Hello there, welcome. Welcome to the six o'clock news with me, Billy Martin. Drink a lot of coffee, guys. Welcome to the random podcast with me, Marquez. Episode number 65. Oh, 65. Staying alive, 65. Granny's teeth, 82. Time to do the bingo numbers. Bingo numbers for this week, guys. Drum roll, please. Number two. Two fat ladies. Two fat ladies. Number two. Two fat ladies. Number two. Be funny if you're like a misogynistic bingo caller, and every number was like Psh. fourteen. Two fat ladies, fourteen. Two fat ladies. Do you know the way bingo names have nicknames? Don't know if this is a bingo plain understanding of the rules. Crowd, not too sure. Next up, we have seventy-seven. Two fat ladies, seventy-seven. Two fat ladies, seventy-seven. 15, two fat ladies, 15, anyone have bingo, 15, two fat ladies, two fat ladies, 15, two fat ladies, 49, two fat ladies, two fat ladies, where are all the two fat ladies, what are my ladies, two fat ladies, and last one, number 66, Two fat ladies. Two fat ladies. Two fat ladies. Bingo. Well on Jerry. Jerry wins bingo again. Jerry is our bingo champion. Over here at the old folks home. The West Hollywood old folks home. The wee ho old folks home. The wee ho the wee ho o fo as they call it. The wee ho of fo. The wee ho o fo. Welcome down to the wee ho o fo. West Hollywood's uh, most fashionable old folks home. Everything you need, you can be, you can find here at the WeHo Ofo. The WeHo Ofo. Welcome to WeHo Ofo. With me, Pojo. Pojo, I'm your host today at WeHo Ofo Bingo. WeHo Ofo Bingo. With me, Pojo. My life, my wife left me and I lost my mojo, but I'm back now that I'm doing the bingo. Me, poor Joe, at the Wee Ho Ofo. Come on down to the old folks' home. Wee Ho Ofo, bingo at poor Joe, who once again has found his mojo. Ladies, hear me tonight. Last number, number three, two fat ladies. Two fat ladies. My wife left me for another woman. Now all women are fat, and I hate them. But that's not, that's the old Pojo who lost his mojo, that Pojo with the mojo. Welcome down, welcome back to We Hope Bingo at the Ofo, with me, Pojo, fully with my mojo. Oh, there's Santa, what does Santa say? Ho, ho. Oh, no, oh, no. I lost a lot of the bingo crowd, but... There we go. Bingo. Jerry wins again. Thank you, Jerry. Jerry wins a cup of tea. Cup of tea for Jerry. We had one cup of tea for everyone in the WeHo Ofo, and Jerry wins us. Everyone else will have to just have tap water. Tap, 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 tip, tap, tip, tippity, tippity, tip water. Tap the water. Out she comes. There we go. 
tap water. On a serious note, I want to shout out to our sponsors this week for the Random Podcasts. Uh, water. Water is sponsored this week's podcast. Can you believe that? Water gives us life, people. Sustains us. Cures hangovers. Loosens stools. Showers and bathes us. And also floods areas. Water. We all need it. Some more than others. Others have too much. Some have too little. But, you know, if we all just keep it clean, keep it clean. Do a clean set. Water's your man. Water. We hold water. For the finest water in all of WeHo, check out water. Taps. Sometimes just find it lying around. One time I found a load of water just lying around. I said, anyone want this water? Nobody wanted it, so I took it home. Oh, boy, did I. Was I hydrated all week? That was a great week. I was. Uh, I slept well. Uh, my skin was glowing. Felt great. My migraines had cleared up. Um, people enjoyed me more. I wasn't cranky. I wasn't on edge. I was well hydrated. I wasn't pissing people off. They weren't pissing me off. But nothing. You know how Sandra in gets over there in the IT department. She can get very snarky, and uh, I don't appreciate the cut of her jib. She rolls her eyes when I walk into the room. Sometimes I hear her groaning, groaning of an audible uh, as I walk into the room. To let me know that she doesn't like me. But that week uh, when I found that water lying around and I was well hydrated. I said you know what. I don't care for Sandra. I got bigger fish to fry. Because that week I had bought swordfish. Lovely lovely swordfish. So I went home. Ate some swordfish. Drank the water. Happy days. Stopped drinking all that water. And now I'm cranky again. And me and Sandra are going to small claims court. Over... Ah, well, I can't discuss it here, but let's just say it involves masking tape and me not getting reimbursed. But I might let it go now, might settle out of court, because shout out to water. The coffee that I had was slightly wearing off. What's been going on this week, people? On the road again. Been working on my uh, didgeridoo. Is that what they're called? Jibberidoo. Didgeridoo. The Australian instrument you play. Had a fan send me a didgeridoo all the way from Australia. Is that the word? Don't know how they found my address, but they sent me a didgeridoo. I've been working on it. Here we go. This is the new one. I just wrote a new song. sure how long more I'll keep this instrument I think I've mastered it and I'm gonna move on I did have someone send me beef jerky this week don't know why don't know from who all I know is that I tried it 
And then afterwards, I was like, what if this is poisoned? I'm still here, though, people. Still here. Some of you are like, no, I wish you were dead. I wish the jerky killed you. But it hasn't. And it won't. Because I'm a strong, I'm a strong boy. That's what, that's what ladies want. Strong, strong, strong boys. I'll tell you this. Here's a here's a top tip for any of the for any boys or men or gentlemen, any lads listening. Here's what women really want. They like confident men. I think. Not sure. Sorry if I'm wrong. Do they make that joke last week in the podcast? Who knows? I forget every week. Every week we start from a fresh slate. My memory is going to shade. So I forget what I spoke about. Oh, we're on the road. Some laugh on the road. I was in San Jose. Doing shows at the Improv. Opening for Crystalia with Michael Nanochi. Go follow them on Instagram or Twitter. They need the follows. Both of them are in awe of my social media presence. So uh, give them a shout out. Tell them that Trickadoo sent you, sent you over from Random Podcast. They'll be very pleased indeed to get some of my feverish fans. That's what I call you. The heathens, the randomies. Oh, you're a good bunch. I know only my mother listens to this, but you're a you're a good bunch, mum. You're a good bunch of mum. Of all the mums, you're a good bunch of mum. I wonder if my parents do listen to this and just shake their head in dismay, saying, "What happened? What happened to the son that we we uh, we brought up so well? We." Nursed and cared for him for many a year, and he, we got him through school, and he got flying, flying marks, top marks on paper. On paper, he had brains. Maybe the brains were actually just the parents being very good teachers, teaching, teaching the son how to do stuff. And then we sent him to college, and he got a degree, an honors degree, and then we paid for him to get a master's degree. A master's degree. And then, and then, and now, and now, and now he's doing a podcast where he pretends to be playing the didgeridoo, which probably isn't even the name. And he's too lazy to Google the name of the Australian instrument. What has happened to our son? That's probably what my parents are saying as they listen to this. Shout out to the parents. Oh, the weather outside. It's, well, it's almost Christmas. Jesus, it's like 12th of December or something. It feels like Christmas here in L.A., people. It feels real Christmassy. It's 84 degrees today. My eyes are bleeding from the heat. Not a drop of snow. No Christmas songs to be heard. I love Christmas, but L.A. makes me forget it's Christmas. It's a very sad state of affairs, similar to my own life. No, I'm only joking, people. Don't you worry. Don't you worry about me. 
No, wow, wow, wow. What was I even going to talk about? I have no fucking clue. Do you know what I realize I'm a big fan of? There's nothing hotter than a girl who loves to read. She has to be unbelievably hot looking to start with though. And then if I had to pick one, I'd pick beauty over books. But if a beautiful girl likes to read, then oh, oh, now we're talking. Now we're on the dance floor. Now you've piqued my interest. My interest, by interest, I mean penis. Now you've piqued my penis. By peaked, I mean woken from a slumber. Got some books in the mail today, along with some. Oh my God, what a day! F- what a day for the lads. We got beef jerky in this mail that I picked up. Some mysterious beef jerky that could be like you know the mafia send a pig's head over to your house, and that means you're going to die. I wonder if beef jerky is a poor, poorer version of that. If that is um if that is if that is what the hell was I even saying? Oh yeah, that's the that someone's that put a hit out at me. Come at me guys, I'm ready. I'm ready whenever you are. Come take me down. What else we get we oh we got a book, new book, memoirs of a geisha. Geisha butchering everyone's culture and didgeridoo and a geisha i heard the book's unreal so i said i give it a go give it a go it's not my usual book but i said it came highly recommended so i said go on sharp if you're looking for a good book to read this christmas besides my own which are stunning works of art stunning works of literature uh you should read skippy dies skippy dies when I say that to some Americans, it sounds like um, s- Skippy Days. Skippy Days. And I'm like, Dies. Skippy Dies. He's dead. Skippy Dies. We should read that. It's really good. Really good. I can't even tell you what it's fully about because it's hard. It's like Irish school kids and astrophysics or something or something. And it's just really good. So you should get reading. Oh, and I got a jacket. Bought a jacket online. Realized it made me look like a 12-year-old Russian. It was an Adidas jacket. Because my jacket, remember, it was stolen when the police almost arrested me because someone stole my wallet. And while the police were there, my jacket was stolen. Um, So that was cool. So I'm trying to replace that jacket and I've been failing. And I failed. I bought this Adidas one and it had stripes. And someone said, that look makes you look like a Russian guy. And I was like, what do you mean? And then they showed me. And I was like, well, I can't keep this. So I returned it. And then I bought another jacket after much, much mincing and debating. And it came. And it's got flowers on the sleeves, guys. Can I pull it off? I don't know. Is it my size? I don't know. I've given up. I've let myself just take, take, take the wheel, Jesus. Take the jacket wheel. I've, I can't decide. I don't care. I just want something to keep me warm. Human touch would be nice, but if that's not there, I suppose a jacket will do. The jacket will have to do. Um, because humans are weird. So we, oh, I, I took an Uber the other morning to uh, LAX. 
back on Friday. So we were in San Jose. Chris had like six, seven, six show, souls out shows. San Jose Improv is cool too. It's like an old school theater. So you got your downstairs and your upstairs. Doesn't it? it feels, it's cool. So I flew up, but I took an Uber to the airport and uh, Uber driver's like some dude at night, 60, 65. And we're just driving on the freeway, the highway, whatever it's called. And there was like a loud bang on the side of the car. And he was like, oh, what's that? I was like, I don't know. And then we heard another bang and it was just weird. It was like something was hitting the side of the car. And then I see him moving his lips and he's pretending to be a little boy. And he's like, help, 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 I'm in the back. He was a ventriloquist. And he started throwing his voice around. And I was like, what? And he was just looking at me laughing and he was like, help, help. But I could see he was doing it. He wasn't a pro ventriloquist, as in his mouth moved. And I could see his Adam's apple moving. And I was like, this is creepy. And then he did it again. And now the boy was in the front. And I was like, whoa, that's weird. And uh, then we just sat in silence because he turned off the radio because he thought I wanted to know more. And I said, no, I don't really want to know more about ventriloquists. Although I should have asked him, how did you get into this line of work? What made you become a ventriloquist? I wonder if it was. I was trying to think, like, how would you figure out that skill? Was it a... he must have been like tr- he must have been trying to impress women. Why else would you start being a ventriloquist? Why do men do anything to impress women? That's all we do for everything. Anything else is a lie. There's the facts. Giving you some straight up facts, some trickadoo facts. Facts of life, people. Everything men do is for women. So we can be cool and get the women. And that is a fact. Just Here's another fact. I'm going to come at you with some facts. In LA, right? If a girl says, if a girl says, oh, I have a boyfriend, that means she's like, all right, she's off the market. Okay. But if a girl says, I have a husband, that means she's probably looking to cheat. Just there are the facts, people. I don't make them. I just present them on the table to you. The amount of women I know that have said, I have a husband. This woman was like, gave me her number before. She came up to me. She was like, oh, yeah, you should take my number. I was like, all right. And she's like, I have a husband. We can make it work. Interesting. Very Interesting. I have a husband, but, you know, if you can be subtle about this, and I can be subtle about this, I think we could have a special thing together. Whereas if it's I have a boyfriend, it's like, all right, you're not, there's no number swapping. I have a husband. Jeez, I was watching some weird stuff the other day. I was watching this donkey, donkey sex. There's a place in Colombia 
or maybe it's just in Colombia or something, where like boys growing up, they have sex with donkeys to like so they become men because there's not enough women there, or the women won't have sex, or something to do with like the Catholic Church. Do you know what word I hate saying? Catholicism. It feels like there should be a k- Catholicism. Catholic. Catholicism. That's what it seems in my head like it should sound like. Catholicism. But it's just Catholicism has something to do with that. Oh, sex is bad. Don't get sex till you're married. So instead of them, but they want to be men. So they think if they're having sex with donkeys, then they're men. That's so weird. And they think it's so normal. They're like on camera being like, yeah, my first sexual encounter was with a donkey. This dude was on the documentary. Talking about um, talking about he cheated on his wife with a donkey. He didn't care. He was like, sometimes I'm driving home from work and, you know, you see the donkey and, oh, it's got such a nice ass that I pulled over and my wife was waiting for me, but I was just, I'm so horny, I just had to do it. And he was like, What? And then I was like, what am I doing with my life that I'm watching donkey sex documentaries? Is this what my life is now? My life, is it, is it in a good place or is it in a shambles? That that's what I was spending my time doing. From the point of view of the donkey fuckers, I suppose I'm better off. Better off, at least I'm not having sex with donkeys. So that's uh, that's one plus in my book, but a negative is that my time in life is spent observing, f- learning about these donkey fuckers. <coughs> is this is the path that is, well, it's the path I'm on. Didn't plan to be a donkey fucker documentary watcher, but there we go. That's that's how it goes, guys. It took too many wrong turns, and look look where we are now. Although that's I can't tell which is weirder. The documentary I saw about the donkey fuckers yesterday. It's on Vice. If you just YouTube Vice Donkey Sex, you'll see it. It's oh it's disturbing. It might ruin your day. I think a couple of Christmases ago <coughs> was it Thanksgiving? Something anyway. It was at uh someone's house. They were having like a really nice dinner and stuff. And like just chatting in the kitchen with some dudes and one guy was like uh, oh look at this my friend just sent me a video so I'm just looking at it and then the video is just like I don't know it could be Columbia and it cuts to like some guy just doing a home video and then he goes around the corner and it shows his friend they caught his friend having sex with a donkey and then his friend like pull up his pants and they're all like haha we caught you one you donkey fucker one we caught you and I'm just looking at it being like, you've ruined my Christmas. I don't want I didn't want that image in my brain. I didn't I wanted no parts. No part of all about the donkey sex, but now it's in there. And it's unfortunate, and my mind has been expanded in a way I did not want. I remember there was a guy before on Facebook, this Irish guy, an acquaintance, and he posted a video. I don't know how he got this on Facebook. Someone else's video, but it was like some guy, some English dude or something. Uh, he was in a mountainous area too, but he was like, hey guys, I'm here in wherever, Peru. And I uh, got a treat for you. 
and then there was a table behind him. He got up on the table, and a horse came along and pumped the dude, as they say. And I was like, I immediately unfriended the guy. I was like, I'm never speaking to him again for putting that in my timeline, into my eyes, into my brain, down to my soul, and I'll never forget it. Which I think I now doing to you guys. If you're still listening, <coughs> I apologize in advance. But there we go. How bad, as the man says. So anyway, that's what I was doing. Oh, yeah, but which is... I can't tell which is weirder. The donkey sex one or the time I saw about the women who loved having sex with objects. But, like, or buildings. Like the Eiffel Tower, the Golden Gate Bridge, the roller coaster. Ah, the, uh, the weird thing is, everyone in these documentaries seems happier and more carefree than me. What's up with that, guys? What's up with that? Why are these people they just having sex with anyone or anything or anything at all? <coughs> They're all like, I don't care. You're just like, well, I'd love to. I'd love to not care that much. I'd love to not care about my hair. People ask me recently, what's going on with your hair? The answer is the same. Do I look like I know? It grows. Sometimes it looks good. Sometimes it's all curly. I don't know. My buddy, we were at like just hanging around San Jose, chilling. Oh, we had some laugh. In fairness to Chris and Mike, we're all, <laughs> it's just so dumb. Just laughing nonstop. It was hurting my stomach, or as I like to call it, my APAC. We was working out, laughing, being dumb, going around San Jose. But Chris took a photo of me. He's got that new iPhone X, and the camera was so good. It made me really realize that I have curly, curly hair. I know it's not straight, but I never knew it was that curly. And then I saw the picture, and it was so crystal clear. Maybe I'm blind. I think I might need glasses. But every time I go to get glasses... The optometrist. Is that how you pronounce that word? LA has dumbed me down so much. I don't use a lot of words that I used to use. So I have them in my head. So I can use them and I can text them. But then I haven't said them in so long. When they come out, I'm like, is that how you pronounce it? Catholicism? Optometrist? Probably wrong. And now I'm dumb. And I'm giving away my dumbness. But whenever I go to get my eyes checked, I was like, yeah, it's grand. But I can't tell if I'm cheating. I just can figure stuff out. A girl said that to me as well recently, and I was like, oh, I think I do that too. And then I tried on her glasses, and I was like, oh, I can see clearer. But then I was like, oh, but I don't want to bother with glasses. Who needs them? Probably me. But I wish I didn't care. <coughs> oh, yeah, so maybe actually if I had glasses, I could see why people would be like, what's up with your hair? Put on glasses, and I'd be like, oh, so that's what you see. I wish I didn't care. I wish I didn't care about the jacket situation. But you know, I do, people. I care. Because I have empathy. I'm impotent. I mean, I have empathy. I'm full of care. I wonder if I have so much care. Because all I used to do when I was young was re or watch Care Bears. Do you remember that cartoon, Care Bears? Oh, how I cared for those bears. I cared dearly. And then they were all slaughtered in the Care Bear slaughter of 2003, I believe. Sad, sad times, but there we go. Care Bear time. What was I even on about? Oh, yeah, all these people in these sex documentaries, they seem so happy and carefree. Isn't that what we all want, people? We all want to find our own little donkey. 
her own donkey lover, her, her own roller coaster. Something that makes us happy. Um. So anyway, oh yeah, the ventriloquist. Yeah, he definitely became a ventriloquist. Imagine thinking that was cool though. I'm gonna be a ventriloquist and get these women. He's probably like trying to chat up a woman, <coughs> and uh, maybe he started pretending that his friend was like they were at the bar, and maybe his friend started going, "Hey, who's great? You should sleep with him." And the girl was like, who's that? And you're like, I don't know. That's just people really like me. That's probably my friend over there telling you how great I am. And she looked around and then he said, yeah, he's definitely a keeper. You should, you should go home with him tonight. And maybe that girl fell for it, the ventriloquist's trick. And he said, oh, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. I'm going to become a famous ventriloquist. And then the girl came, would come to his shows and uh, <coughs> she'd have to lie. She'd have to tell her friend, hey, Bob, Bobby has got his uh, big ventriloquist show this week. You going to come? Come on, you got to support Bobby. And then they go, and then Bobby is like an average, at best, ventriloquist up there with a little fake Pinocchio puppet on his knee. And they're going on about, and all the friends are looking at Bobby's girlfriend, uh, Michelle, and they're like, Michelle, why are you going out with a ventriloquist? Why? You could do so much better, Michelle. Come on, you don't need Bobby. And Michelle eventually gets worn down and she tells Bobby, Bobby, uh, I think the time has come for us to part ways. And then Bobby says, what? And she says, yeah. And then Bobby's child ventriloquist, pedophile Pinocchio, is over in the corner. And Bobby tries to get, uh, let's call him Petey, Petey the puppet, to be like, come on, Michelle, don't leave Bobby, don't leave both of us, we need you, do we? <laughs> Ventriloquist isn't paying the bills, we need you and your income. And she goes over to Petey the Puppet, and it looks like she's going to hug Petey the Puppet, but instead she rips his head off. So now Bobby's lost his wife, or his girlfriend, Michelle, and also Michelle has broken his uh, ventriloquist dummy. So he's out of work. And that's how he ended up as my Uber driver. And driving me to the airport. LAX. And he said, he's Bob, he was, Bobby's been waiting for this opportunity to, <coughs> to whip out his, uh, his one talent, which is uh, poorly doing ventriloquy. Is that a, a, sil a soliloquy, ventriloquist, a ventriloquy. What am I on about? Who knows? But he said, let's give it a whirl. Let's give it a whirl. And he said, help, I'm in the back. Help, I'm up front. Help, I'm in the trunk. So he pretends to be a child. And I probably didn't give him the response that he wanted. I gave him a weird response. And that crushed Bobby. But at least I gave him five stars, people. And at the end of the day, as an, as an Uber driver, that's all you want. You can't ask for more. Or you can ask for more money. Maybe a different career. But... At the end of the day, I gave all I could. That was the best, and I gave my best. Just like I give this podcast my best every day. Every day. Doing the best. You know what I mean? It is weird. You know, so many comedians have like, oh, what's up with the airport? But why do people not get what's going on at the airport, especially going through security? It's insane. 
There was this girl uh, trying to go through like the security gate part, and she'd put her bag on the. Why are words failing me? Because I <coughs> don't read enough books, and I'm dumb now. On the conveyor belt, she was trying to. Um, her bag was like, just say she had like a carry-on suitcase. And her bag was kind of width, and they wanted to put it head first into through the conveyor belt. And security guard was just like, "You got to flip it around, you got to turn it around." But she kept turning it upside down. He was like, "No, no, turn it the other way." So then she turned it back upside down. He's like, "No, no, you got to turn it like so the front pa- faces forward." And she just kept turning it the exact same way, like ten times, ten times, turn it the exact same way. And her and her friend couldn't figure out. And everyone in the line wanted to scream. The other way, you. Oh, everyone got so mad. And it was it was a great time. We all bonded in the line. We all looked at each other and we're like, oh, at least we're not that dumb person. And then I went through and I forgot that I had a phone and four metal forks in my pocket. And uh, kept the line held up for another hour or so. So, yeah, I don't get how people are so dumb at the airport. It's very odd. Very odd. Um, anything else, guys? Anything else from the people about to be talking about today? Donkey sex. Oh, it was nice. Ventriloquists. Oh, it was lovely. Um, groaning. Oh, it was good. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, we, t- we spoke a bit about women in L.A. When they say they have a husband, that means they're probably looking to cheat. But boyfriends, you're like, oh, she's off. She's off the table. Like there was a girl. I see this a few times. Some girls might be like at 3 a.m. Send a drunk text. What are you doing? Come over. That happened recently. And then like a few days later, I saw that she got engaged. So best of luck to that fiance. You're uh, in for a fun, fun ride. How long will it last? Maybe a six-month marriage. Who knows? Not a great place to be uh, married or settled down. L.A. Not unless you've got kids and you're like, all right, well, I'm not going to cheat now. Because I'll feel pretty bad if I cheat now. I won't feel bad for anything else. I wouldn't recommend it. Also, I too poor to date gluten-free women. So if there's any gluten-free women listening and they're going to hit me up to be like, come on, let's go on a date. No, thank you. Can't afford your extra meals. Got to get the most expensive option all the time. Do you have gluten-free? We got to go to that gluten-free restaurant. It's extra. It's double the price. I know how that works. I'll be broke within a month. I also, I thought it do you know when you're young, you'd be like, oh, if your girlfriend was bisexual, that'd be so hot. Because then she'd be kissing girls and she'd be kissing you. But also, I'd say it's very stressful because she can cheat on you with almost anyone. Girls or guys. Did we speak about this before? I don't know. She's gone out with her friends, gone out with the girls. Oh, but what if she starts kissing uh, Tiffany? Tiffany's a good looking woman. What if the what if her and Tiffany? What if your fiance left you for another woman? How would you feel about that? You'd be broken. You'd be broken. Would you prefer that, or would you prefer for your uh, fiance 
or your husband to say he cheated on you with a donkey. Really uh, doing the hard-hitting questions today, guys. Really, really working the old brain. Um, really, really. I do. I, here's a good way to uh, get a girl in LA to stop texting you. You just tell her that you take the bus. Immediately, you'll never hear from her again. She could be still texting. Those little three dots are coming up on your iPhone. And you text her, hey, I'm on the bus. I take the bus. I'm poor. You'll never hear from her again. No insider tip. You're welcome. One thing that makes me mad, guys, when people suggest that I'm easily offended. That gets me furious. That's something I realized this week. Makes me mad. Makes me livid. I actually don't really get mad. I was trying to think. I remember this girl before cheated on me. First girlfriend cheated on me. Maybe not first, but... Whatever. Whatever. And getting bogged down little details. But anyway, she cheated and she told me. And the best I could do when getting mad was call her a plonker. Oh, you're a plonker. Why would you do that? I had just given you my heart. My first love. And you cheated on me? Oh, you're a plonker. You're a plonker. Plonker in Ireland is... Like a clown. Let me see what plunker. What's this? You're a fool. You're a fool. You're a plunker. Oh, you're a plunker. How could you, you plunker? You fool. That's the best I could have uh, muster up, guys. Calling someone a plunker for breaking my little heart. My little heart. My little, my little heart. The little heart that couldn't. Um. So yeah, it's tough to make me mad, but that makes me mad when people suggest I get easily offended. It also makes me suspicious. Do you know when a really hot girl likes me, I'm always like, hmm. What is wrong with her? Something's definitely awry. And then, slowly but surely, I find out. And then I have to change my number, move abodes, and hopefully never see them again. There was this, I am dodging this girl for ages. She just cracks on to me. She's like almost like a drunk, creepy dude. Sloppy, cracking on to me. Manky breath. Every time I see her, I'm like, ah, oh, Jesus, I gotta go. And then the other day, I got an Uber pool with her. And I was just like, oh, Christ on a stick. No. And guess what, guys? She tried to crack on to me again. She told the Uber driver that we were going to her house first and not mine. She was taking me home, but the Uber driver said, I can't, I gotta let him out first, he's, he's, uh, he's closer. And I said, thank Jesus. And she said, can I come up? And I said, oh, my wife is there, so I can't. And she said, I know marriage means nothing in LA. And I said, good point. My girlfriend is also coming back, because I'm dating bisexuals. 
and then she looked at me confused and she tried to drunkenly undo her seatbelt and while she fumbled I jumped out of the Uber and I said in my best ventriloquist voice goodbye and there I'd say we have it people I've ran out of gibber and I need food and uh, there we go uh, one of the best podcasts you'll probably listen to all week top 10 in the world ever uh, if you're in LA this week I have a new show at the Laugh Factory it's 8 o'clock 7.45 or something Laugh Factory uh, Friday night December 15th come along it's called Irish Fridays I wanted to call it Irish Paddy Potato Paddy the Potato Farmer's Famous Fridays but uh, it was too long for the flyer which was a real shame because Irish Paddy the Potato Farmer's Famous Irish Fridays would have been a real real good catchy name and then I said maybe I'll call it Paddy Fridays but no it's Irish Fridays so come along and if you're around come along hit me up I might guest list you up because I'm a nice guy <coughs> That cough would suggest that I was lying. Um, and I suppose that's it, guys. Check out my books, Random. If you're looking for Christmas presents, Random, The Adventures of an Irish Guy in L.A. Random are the continued adventures. And Predom, Before I Came. Some classic, classic tales. Uh... Web series on YouTube, random adventures of an Irish guy in LA. Go get lost in that, people. Instagram, Thermarkes, Twitter, and Snapchat at Trickadoo. Send me pictures of you reading my books. Nothing hotter than girls who like to read, but they also have to be very uh, physically attractive to me to for me to find them hot in the first place. Okay, on that sexist note. Till next time, guys. Good luck. I do. Sure, go on. Go on. Go on. Good luck. 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 Good luck.